welcome thank you so much for joining us this afternoon it's afternoon for me if you're listening to this as a recording good morning good afternoon good evening or good night depending on where you're located i'm so 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 honored that you've chosen to spend the next few minutes with me today we are going to talk about wisdom and the topic of uh, my short message is clothed in wisdom one of the one of the stories <laughs> that marvels me big time is the story of king solomon's wisdom and as a mom i've thought about this countless times since of the two mothers and how king solomon ruled between the two mothers both claiming to be the mother of a baby and just a little back story of how it came to be the two mothers lived in the same house where each mother cared for an infant one of the babies died and each woman identified the remaining baby as her own King Solomon tried to solve this conflict by suggesting they cut the baby into two, with each woman in the proposed arrangement receiving half the baby. Crazy, I know. So one mother was content with Solomon's proposal, indicating that that if she could have, if even if she couldn't, if she couldn't have the baby, then neither of them should. However. The other woman looked to King Solomon and pleaded, "Please, my lord, give her the living baby. Just don't kill the baby." Once the once the two mothers revealed their true feelings, King Solomon could discern the true mother from the fraud, and the one who begged a son might be spared and given to to the enemy did so because mothers would go the extra length of doing whatever it takes to save the babies or rather save their child's life and we've heard we've heard or read of interesting stories that have happened in the world i a few years back i heard of a story of a mother who was an whose child was ill and she could not afford the medication so what she did was she Uh, broke into a pharmacy so that she could uh, steal the medication to give it to her child and save her child's life. And so mothers, mothers will do anything. They will go the extra mile. They will do. They will. They will. They will do whatever is necessary to save a child's or a baby's life. And we just read that. That's the mother whose child um, was alive was willing to give the baby to the other woman. That's a very hard thing to do as a mom. Give away your child to someone else instead of watching your child get uh, lose their life. And what an amazing story! Only a man this wise could think of such a fast way of determining the real um, the real identity. of the child or rather the mom without conducting a dna testing right we live in a world of dna testing where we got to do dna to determine who the actual parents of a child are that's the world we live in today and indeed king solomon was a man of deep insight 
check this out. Um, First Kings chapter 4, 29 to 30, this is what the Bible says, that God gave Solomon wisdom, exceedingly deep insight and understanding beyond measure like the sand of the seashore. Just think about that for a moment. God gave King Solomon understanding, deep in, actually exceedingly deep insight and understanding beyond measure like the sand of the sea. No one has ever been able to count the sand in the sea or in the seashore. But that's how much wisdom King Solomon had. Verse 30 says, Solomon's wisdom was greater than all of the men of the east, greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than all men, wiser than even the Israelites, and wiser than Haman, Calco, and Dalda, the sons of Mahal. And his fame spread throughout the surrounding nations. For sure, to tell you the truth, I have never, or I had never heard, and we will never hear of another king who was or who will be wiser than King Solomon. That's what the word of God says. And it's such an amazing, amazing story. I cannot even picture the, the kind of wisdom this man had. The Bible says that he had wisdom or rather uh, uh, exceedingly deep insight and understanding that was beyond the measure that was beyond measure like the sand of the seashore he couldn't comprehend it in the book of Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12 the Bible says wisdom is a shelter as money is a shelter but the advantage of knowledge is this the advantage of knowledge is this uh, wisdom preserves those who have it wisdom preserves those who have it in other words wisdom will preserve you and i wisdom will prevent us from falling into chips and traps wisdom will will give us a long life and we'll talk about that later on um, about the length, the long life and, and, and wealth and fame and, and honor, not fame, honor and some say the secret of success is happiness I know you've heard this in fact neuroscience has proven that happiness precedes success and according to a Forbes article written by Nick Bennett happiness is a key driver and precursor of success what truly, truly makes a man happy? What truly, truly makes a man happy? You know? The question I want us to ask ourselves, what truly, truly makes a man happy? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, 13 to 17, we're going to read all the verses, but for now, I'll start with the first one. The Bible says that happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding in other words if you want to be happy find wisdom if you want to find a happy man if you want to find a happy man it's gonna be no one else but a man full of wisdom a man who has found wisdom 
yourself. Find wisdom and you will be happy. So if you're looking for someone who's happy, find one that is full of wisdom. So you may wonder, how, where, did, where does this wisdom come from? How can I be happy? Find wisdom. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. My mentor, John C. Maxwell, number one leadership guru in the world, has shared with us several, t- several times of um, when he's going to speak or train in, a, in an event. By the way, his events are quite pricey because he is the number one leadership guru in the world. And he's been asked, where do you get this deep insights or, or knowledge or wisdom from? And John Maxwell always says, he jokes and says that you don't want to know. And people, of course, will insist and they'll ask, no, please tell us. They're like, and then he will respond and say, I'm sure you will not believe me even if I tell you where I get it from. And then eventually he says, I get my wisdom. I get my insights from the Bible. And the whole the audience goes silent. They are all surprised that John Maxwell gets his insights from the Bible. But think about it. The Bible is the word of God. It, it was inspired. It was written by men that were inspired of the Holy Spirit. So it is the word of God. Actually, in the, in the New Testament, it says that it is alive. And so, you can see how the Word of God can shape you. And whatever you touch, it prospers. Whatever you apply it on, it, 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 it spreads, it grows, it nourishes. If we seek wisdom, which is found in the Word of God, we become happy, as we've learned in verse 13. Verse 14 says, For her proceeds, when we talk about her, we are referring to wisdom. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. It continues to say in verse 15, She, remember, she is wisdom. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Verse 16 says, and I love this verse, length of days in her right hand, in her left hand, riches and honor. Actually, I love um, I love an analogy or the demonstration that is that that the um, great televangelist Joseph Prince does in one of his teachings. He invites a couple to join him on the stage. And then he asks or invites the couple again to hug. Of course, it's the husband and wife. And so they hug tightly. And then he continues on to say, when the two are hugging, the hand does not care where the left hand is or where the wife does not care where the husband's right hand is or where the 
the, the right hand is. And the moral of the story is when your purpose is to embrace something, the least of your worries is where each hand is placed. And the, 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 the story, or rather the meaning of the story, the moral of the story is do not pursue long life. Do not worry about pursuing riches and honor. Pursue wisdom. And just like the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all the other things shall be added to you, unto you. According to this verse here, the Bible is reminding us that the length, this is verse 16, the length of life, or rather the length of days is in the right hand. And in the left hand, riches and honor. Remember, we're talking about wisdom. And she is a female, a lady, a woman. So on her right hand, long life. On her left hand, riches and honor. In other words, just focus on embracing wisdom. Don't worry about her right hand or her left hand. When you embrace her and you embrace her tight, you got both the long life, the honor, and the riches. I love that verse. I just love that demonstration or that analogy that was done by Joseph Prince. And here's a question for all of us. Everybody wants to be happy. Yeah? All of us want to be happy. But... Where and how can we gain wisdom? Where and how can we gain this wisdom? My own personal view or answer to this question is wisdom comes from fearing the Lord. Wisdom comes from spending time in the presence of the Lord every day, asking him to order your footsteps and to lead you. Wisdom comes from yielding. Or happiness will come from yielding into God's ways. Wisdom will come from fearing the Lord and shunning all evil, according to Psalms chapter 1. And there are times, honestly, I look back and I know that I know that the Spirit of God warned me about taking that route or hanging out with that crowd or making that particular decision at that time. And I will hear the Spirit of the Lord very well, but still take a different turn. And oh, how I wish I can go back to those moments and correct those decisions that I made at that time. But today I'm wiser, I'm better. I know that I want to protect my relationship with the Holy Spirit. I want to be his friend just as he is my friend. I want to converse with him. He's my advisor. He's my friend. He's, he fights for me. He prays for me. He advises me. He teaches me. He intercedes for me. And so, if you ask me, I'll say, I'll respond and say that wisdom and happiness will come from having a healthy relationship with the Spirit of God that dwells in the life of every believer. And so we will shun all evil and we will 
fear the Lord. And so I cannot go back and fix the past. But going forward, I have chosen to live a life of obedience so that I can be pleasing to God. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 to 10. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. In other words, if you want to be wise, you want to be happy, the first step is get wisdom. Even though it costs you everything you got, get understanding. Verse 8 says, cherish her and she will exalt you. Cherish her. Cherish wisdom. And she will exalt you. Remember, we read the verse, uh, the previous verse. We talked about how her right hand has long life and the left hand has honor and riches. It's the same, same verse here. But per, uh, but in another way, it's a cross. Uh, it's a different verse, but with the same message. Cherish her. Cherish wisdom. And she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will honor you. In other words, is any one of you and I desiring wisdom, desiring to be famous, yeah? There are those that desire to be rich and famous, yeah? Cherish wisdom and she will exalt you. Verse 9 says, She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glamorous crown. Everybody wants a glamorous crown. Everybody wants that garland to grace your head. A. Embrace wisdom. Number 10. Listen. The verse, the verse 10. Listen, my son. Accept what I say. And the years of your life will be many. Going back to the scripture that we read earlier. The right hand has what? If you embrace wisdom, the right hand has long life. And so... This verse here is confirming that verse that we read earlier. That listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. We all desire a long life. We all desire good health. The secret is in one thing. It is in accepting wisdom, as we have read in this particular verse. It is something we have to embrace. Let us go after Loving God with everything we have. Take everything else off our hands and off our attention and embrace the holy, or rather, and embrace wisdom. And embrace wisdom. Um, that was a great teaching for myself. I hope you have been blessed. Let us focus on seeking the Lord, let us focus on seeking wisdom. Because seeking wisdom, embracing wisdom will give us a long life, it will give us honor, and it will give us riches in all areas of our lives. Thank you so much. God bless you. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on wisdom. Actually, as I conclude, the Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 5, that if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask to him who, free, who gives freely Without, or rather who gives generously without finding fault. And so even you on the buses are lacking wisdom. And we all do. We all fall short. We all need God. Let us spend time 
in the presence of God and seek for that wisdom and he will give it he will give us this wonderful lady a woman called wisdom God bless you